Episode 8. Feeling up the bezel is not appropriate. 12-30-2011. Happy New Year. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty well. That's good. Yeah. I see you got some new headphones. I did get some new headphones. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're from my brother. Um, they're cool costs. You are 29s. Yeah, what do they do? They fold. Oh, they fold. They're, um, they're full-sized. Um, I can't stand earbuds. They're still their full-sized headphones, and they turn in, and they fold so you can put them in your pocket. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so you get all the joys of having full-sized headphones and not being anywhere near as compact as earbuds, but still pretty good. I see there's a little uh, volume switch on the yeah, cord. Um, about um, about a foot down from the headphones, there's a little volume switch, and it's very nice. I can turn it up and down, and I can hear my voice. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's um, it's a quite a nice setup. Oh, the me. joys of being in a studio, indeed. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. I've I've had uh, some headphone problems myself. Yes, yeah. but they're a blessing in disguise. Accidentally buying quarter inch headphones oh. before we actually had a studio. Yeah, and getting the first set that didn't have a right ear cup. Oh yeah, that that was uh, fun. Yeah. Well, Amazon well, fixed it. Well, fun for me to watch, not much for you, because you just wasted 80 bucks. Amazon sent them before I sent mine back. Yeah, I was very impressed with that. They, they do a good job at, you know, fixing problems. Yeah. Yes, they do. It was a fluke. Yeah. That occurred many times for multiple customers. Three times. Uh, did you read the reviews? Yeah. There were three reviews that said that, that had the problem. Out of five reviewers? Out of, like, 50. Oh, I thought there was only like five. Yeah. Maybe there's just five one-star reviews. Maybe. That that might have been it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how's your week been? Oh, it's been pretty good. You know, just got done with Christmas. Yeah. How was that for you? Oh, it was good. Mm. And did, um, how did setting up that Apple TV go? You know, um, you know, my grandmother, she lives in a, uh, what do you call that, tin can kind of house? Trailer home? Trailer home. Uh, see, I don't, I don't know these weird lingo things. I know houses are made out of wood. But she lives in a trailer home, and um, there aren't aren't a lot of outlets. Okay. So I had to get an extra extension cord uh, power strip thing. Uh, So is it like your old room? (laughs) Yeah, kind of like that. One outlet powering your TV, both your computers, your uh, PlayStation, your DVD player. My lamp and clock. Your lamp, clock, and... um, And my phone charger, and the Kindle charger. Your phone charger, Kindle charger. Yeah. Um... Your trip tripping cable charger. <laughs> it didn't power my fan, though. Uh, it didn't power your fan. Yeah. One redeeming quality. Yeah. Well, so uh, after I set that up, uh, she, um, you know, I was trying to explain how to use the Kindle. Not the Kindle. What is this called again? Apple, Apple TV. TV. Apple, they're the same thing because they don't do anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to explain how to use the remote, and she didn't like that I kept calling the enter button, you know, the middle button, enter, when it's not labeled enter. Yeah, I mean, I can't stand the remote, but not for that reason. The menu and the play button, are, are the, the buttons are identical in size, but one is depressed and the other one's deep, well, raised. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just trying to think of a better word for use for that, but we're just going to go with that. Anyways, it's annoying. And small. Well, I, I noticed you said that the menu button was clickier or the play button was clickier than the other. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't mm. like it. Yeah, who knows? It's just a little remote. Not yeah. a big deal. 
guess everybody knows the real remote's the iPad that you have to buy for, for five times the price of the Apple TV. Yeah, but you know what? It really is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the future of the Apple TV. Speaking of Apple TVs, you know, mm-hmm. do you think an actual TV is going to come out? Um, no. No, uh, you don't think so? Why not? Well, a real Apple TV with a real screen. First of all, like, how much is a cinema display monitor right now? Uh, I believe the 27 inches is about nine ninety nine. So I oh, no, that's a- actually the uh, low end, the, the mm. 20 inch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what would you, I know it's a really nice TV, but for $1,000 you can get a super nice TV. You know, it's um, no, no longer called the cinema display, it's called the Thunderbolt display. Oh, I wonder wow. where they got that name from. I don't know, that's funny. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh... Oh, actually, the 20, 27 inch is nine ninety nine. So apparently, there isn't a, a smaller size. Mm. That's weird. Uh, yeah, twenty seven inches is pretty good. My TV at home is twenty six. Well, for monitor, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, for a TV, that's also okay. But my twenty six inch um, TV at home was like two hundred and fifty dollars, and it's ten eighty p. It's a beautiful TV. Yeah, it's a little Vizio one. Um, but can it do anything other than display stuff? What does an Apple TV do differently? Well, exactly. So, what what would be the argument for having uh, an Apple TV built into a screen? Um, more things can break on it. But what's um, the point, though? I, I don't know. Everybody already has. Like, I mean, Netflix is what's a big use for. Like, that's what they advertise with the Apple TV. Uh, Netflix, Netflix. Is, Netflix is great. My my grandmother is making heavy use out of the Netflix on her Apple TV. Mm, that's good. What would the next... Well, if they did make a TV set, like with a screen, what would it be called? Apple TV. But would, then they, would they phase out then an entire line of revenue? Of course they will. Um, oh, but that seems so... What if people didn't want to make that jump? Then... No, no, Apple does that all the time. But it they, seems like they've invested so much more into it than otherwise they would have. Yeah, but... They knew they, if they did release it, they knew they would have been releasing it a few years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that, but all I know is for what their screens cost right now, even without the Apple TV, I know it's just this monitor, but they don't, they can't compete with the price because there's so many other TV manufacturers that can do it. They're not cheaper; they just, they just do things cheaper. You can well, get a really good TV for. Um, you can get a really good TV, but do they have glass fronts? I've never seen a TV with the bezel at the same depth as the screen. But when you're watching TV. You don't go up and touch it and feel it and admire the bezel. Maybe you don't, but I do. <laughs> it's like I can just totally imagine you just trying to watch TV and just starting rubbing the TV screen. <laughs> that just sounds really creepy. <laughs> oh my. Well, uh, the rumors are from DigiTimes uh, that 32 inch and 37 inch would be the sizes. Yeah, 32 inch is pretty standard. That's what most TV sets are, aren't they? Well, from what I hear is most TVs that are purchased now at 37 and bigger. Mm. Like for living rooms, I mean. Okay. And I think that's the place an Apple TV would uh, show up. Yeah. Yeah, living room. Mm-hmm. What would the Apple TV do? What would be the selling point? Shiny. That's, um... Well... Well, ease of use. But wait, what's easier than using a TV remote? But like, but don't you think that a, a TV would be the the... You know, like in 2001, how Apple wanted to do the, the Media Hub kind of setup. 
So, you know, you have your iPod, and then you have your Mac, mm-hmm. and, you know, your Mac is where all the stuff is stored, and then you can take your little satellite device and go do some stuff. Well, now it's all cloud-based, so the digital hub is in the cloud. Yeah. Well, maybe they can still have a digital hub, but it would be the TV instead. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go that way, I still think a Mac Mini would be better and hooked up to a TV. I agree. Mm. But is there any way to spin a TV into existence? What features could it have? Well, hmm. I mean, uh, one would assume that AirPlay would be pretty important. That you could, like, you know, you could actually AirPlay apps up to the TV. That'd be nice. But that'd be a selling point. I thought, like, you meant, like, everything, like, unique about, uh, because the Apple TV right now can do that. But it can't. It can't display apps. Some apps you can. Yeah, but you can display video in apps, but not apps. Like I'm saying, like you're playing Angry Birds and you're displaying the screen on the iPad yeah, to I, the TV. I think that would be an update for ISO 5.03 or something. ISO. Uh, yes. Okay. But is that, but the thing is, it'll be for um, the I don't think, I don't player. Think, like I don't, it would I, be for the TV. Like that update wouldn't... You just airplay what's over on your screen. That, that's not a TV problem. No, but it, it, we're thinking about ways to spin it. How could you sell a TV screen that costs insane amounts of money? Like, well, you can now show apps on your TV screen. Uh, I mean, they're just going to do what they've always done, exploit loyalty to Apple. Like, all your, like everybody, like, we know somebody that has to buy every Apple product, and they do, just buy it. Do they have to drink a lot, too? They have to drink a lot, and they have to work at public schools. That's how they get through the day. We're thinking about different people. Uh, I think you know what I'm thinking of. Which is probably not. No. Yeah. Okay. You like swaking well, leaves? And finding things? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like Apple products in his lawn? You know, he I, likes farming them? You know, I think, you know what I think? I think we're going to leave this topic now. Ah, that's very funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, I don't think an Apple TV is going to work Absolutely as a t- as a screen. I think it's always going to be better to have an agnostic screen and just plug in a device to do stuff. Yeah, but I still think the Apple TV is stupid. I want a Mac Mini with a CD drive. Oh, you don't need the CD drive. We went over this no. two days from now. <laughs> yes, we did. Two days from now, we did go over it. Um, indeed. Anyways. Yeah. So, let's... Talk about phones. So, what? Who's your service provider? I have um, Virgin Mobile, but uh, they they are oh, uh, mm-hmm. a part of uh, Sprint. Who, how about yeah. you? What is your service provider? Um, I have AT and T, but um, so I've been hearing some cool stuff about Verizon customers. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess paying your bills is um, supposed to be um, convenient. Yeah. Yeah. And so, if, if, if giving them money for convenience is important. Uh, they're just trying to make Verizon's trying to make more money by um, charging their customers an extra two dollar fee for convenience on um, whenever they make like a, a um, phone transaction or an online transaction. And then um, guess what happened? A fee to pay your bill. Yep, a fee to pay your bill. Wow. So guess how customers like that? I can imagine this was a very negative reaction. Yep. Um, within forty eight hours, they said, "We're sorry, we're not doing this." Actually. Um, well, uh, Virgin Mobile did something kind of similar. They changed the billing structure for the f- phone plans. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, 
used to have $25 per month, 300 minutes, and unlimited texting and data, up to some limit. And um, earlier this year, they switched to $35 a month. So, so it's a $10 increase. Yeah. So the, the way they made it okay for most people is they said, well, if you're an existing customer and you have a plan, we won't change it. But if you do switch in the future, we'll change it. Okay. Yeah. So if you if you wanted more minutes or something, then you would have to go to the next tier in the new series of plans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like prepaid. Right, well, mine's prepaid too, so that's that's the deal. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, still, just the concept behind that. I mean, I, I read a review. Um, like a guy on a on this website was commenting about this, saying he's been a customer for ten years. And um, him paying his bill every month is now an inconvenience to Verizon, so he'll um, relieve them of that inconvenience and just uh, move to another carrier. Isn't that kind of insane? That they're going to charge people to um, pay? Yeah, I mean, I I think they would have figured that out after Netflix just lost everything. I mean, oh dear, that's a good that's a good point. You know, uh, Netflix really messed that one up. I've I've heard a lot on the story um, in traditional media, such as. The evening news and the morning news. You actually watch those? Cool. If you go up to my TV computer and you look in the recorded program section, you can find all of the uh, ABC, no, uh, Scott Pelley, I don't know. You can find all of his newscasts from the evening news. So let's, let's jump back to a previous story. So how much did your TV computer cost? No idea. Probably 700 Yes, but what all can it do? It can play Guild Wars, it can record <laughs> it can do all a lot of, media. It can do a lot of stuff. Yes, but still, and then let's say you, you spend... Um, and I spent I spent 70 bucks on the TV tuner. Yeah, uh, oh, you got a fancy one then. Yeah. yeah. Does this have an antenna hooked up to it? Yes, it does. Does it always work? No, okay. it's not outside, because you know, I have an aluminum foil house. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's very cool. That will be it for another podcast, but continue. But still, that's... Cheaper than, like, I mean, if you say entry-level um, um, iPad, or, oh, I'm sorry, the Apple cinema TV. displays yeah. for the Apple TV are going to, like, like the, right now they're $1,000, and you have, a, like, a 55-inch screen, don't you? Mm-hmm. No, so, no, no, it's uh, uh, 42. 42. Still really big um, compared to what I have at my house. <laughs> um, but still, plus with the couch and everything included, it's another $2,000. Okay, but let me tell you why this is different. So that computer... It's running Windows, it's running Media Center, it's running a browser. It's not fun to use. Have you used that mouse? You can buy a better mouse, yes. Okay, but here's the thing. The speakers on the TV suck. The speakers are powered by actual, like, computer speakers behind the TV. So you don't notice how much it sucks, but it really does suck. Um, um okay. The screen isn't that great. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't look that nice. It's not bright. It's very dim. And the bezel is huge, and the screen isn't <laughs> at bezel level. You so again, you're just talking about rubbing the TV as you're using and trying to feel, feeling out the bezel is not an appropriate thing to do with your TV. So I was in Sears the other day. Okay. And I actually went up to all the TVs and determined the bezel depth. That's great. They asked if I could help, if I needed help. I said no. Okay. I can see how that. Wait, you're at Sears looking at TVs? I was I was waiting for my mom to get done. Okay, I just didn't think of Sears as a TV shop. They do have TVs, yeah. It's oh, weird. I, I would never shop there for TV. Yeah, 
Actually, I did know that. Um, one of her f- old friends was um, a salesman for them for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. Until um, something happened to him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm glad I don't use Verizon. Yeah, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to use a different carrier with a better phone, but I'm poor. Can't afford it. Yeah. And with the new $2 fee, I don't I mean, think no, 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 The fee's already gone. It took, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it's just, but the thing they tried. They tried. Yeah. Well, I remember when the story came out when it broke two days ago. I read comments back then, and, you know, back then, two days ago, uh, I read, um, that a lot of people said, oh, you know, in six months, that'll totally be gone. It'll never last. And it's like, oh, two days. You know, time, the, the, the distance in time, you know, for an event to happen and then to unfold and then, to, then for people to react, it's really decreased a lot, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. And then um, the time it takes the CEO to figure out they messed up has also decreased after, uh, how long did it take Netflix to apologize publicly and then not do anything about it? About a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then this has just been repealed and stuff has happened. It's it's going really fast these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, speaking of the nightly news, or the morning news, in fact, um, two days from now, um, we'll be watching the morning news before we do a podcast. And what we'll see is a story citing this DigiTimes article about an iPad 3. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you haven't seen the story yet because it's about to happen. But have, has a tra- has, has there been like a trailer for the story, like a preview of the story, like like whenever they have it on the evening news, they always have like for the next um, day they have like a little preview of the interview. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. The next iPad expected to have two light bars. And what is a light bar? A bar that emits light. I have no idea. What is it a bloody lightsaber? I wish. Okay. How can the regular people news, like the morning news, like on Channel 5, ABC News, mm-hmm. how can they get away with talking about a light bar? Mm, light-minded? Indeed. I mean, maybe a light news day. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, this DigiTime article, um, another one, is saying that there will be two versions of the iPad 3. Oh, wait, there's not too many versions of the iPad already. <laughs> you want to talk about that really quick? Okay, so... When I was going to purchase my iPad, I was given a million different options. I was able to first pick between um, 16 gigabytes, or no, it was 3G first or non-3G, so I picked non-3G. They didn't ask me what size did I want, and then so it just spat out a million options at me, and I said, the cheapest one, 16 gigabytes. And then it's like, do you want it in black or white? And so... How, so there's a we, bunch of different I think, options. I think we calculated 18 options. Yeah, there's 18 different options already for that. And and that then that doesn't even count. AT and T or Verizon Switch. I yeah. think so. And then with the upcoming Sprint, you know, who knows? That that seems to be getting a lot of uh, yeah, iPads. The thing is, I still don't understand why there needs to be a, di- a completely separate iPad for AT and T and Verizon. Well, they use different uh, radio frequencies. But is it really that hard to change? Not anymore. Mm. Oh, weren't we just? Didn't we just cover a carryover? Not a carryover policy, like like a share of use or bond. Or, what did we just talk about? Like, uh, yeah, um, AT and T and T Mobile signed a uh, uh, roaming. Ro- roaming, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's funny you mentioned that when in that same kind of uh, you know vein, mm-hmm. T Mobile uses a different frequency than AT and T, but they're on the same. Uh, like uh, protocol, essentially. 
Okay. Like they're on GSM, and uh, but the, the, and that's the newer, more modern protocol for you know telephone radio stuff. Okay. And Sprint and Verizon are on the old models. Mm. Uh, G, uh, CDMA. So what's the difference between them? Like, is, um, there, is it like more clear talk? Is the no, range further? Uh, so I don't really know. One thing I've always wondered is like when you talk with voice, is the is that still considered data or is that literally voice? But anyway, that's a side topic. But the difference is CDMA can only send one data stream in and out at a time, mm-hmm. where GSM can do two or more. So okay. let's say you have a phone and you're talking to somebody and you need to Google something. Well, in a GSM phone, like on AT&T, you can do that. You can Google something and still have the person talking to you. Okay. On a GSM phone, I mean, on a CDMA phone, like on Verizon or Sprint, you can't do that. So you can only mm-hmm. talk to a person or you can only Google something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. But with LTE and associated names for LTE, such as 4G mm-hmm. and other things, that all changes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, back to the iPads. It's going to be oh. two. Yeah, so light bars. Well, um, so instead of having a small 7-inch iPad, which is absurd, mm-hmm. they're going to have one iPad that has um, a 5-megapixel camera and a fancy iPad that's going to have an 8-megapixel camera and a ridiculously amazing screen with two light bars. Wow. So do you know what the iPad 2's camera, the front-facing camera is? Uh, front-facing camera is VGA, so it doesn't matter, but the back-facing... Wait, which is front? It's an iPad. It doesn't matter how you use it. It's always the same. Like, that's how they advertise it. Like, you can use it from any angle. Really? Yeah. 360. 360. I bet, I bet they just meant up or down or yeah, left I, or right. I, I got it. But they didn't specify. No, but I think it's 0.97. Yeah, 0.92. But it doesn't matter. Um, I, I looked it up because it was hilarious. It's pretty low. Did it, did it have blanks? Mm, what? When you looked it up, was it blank? No, no, I found an actual website. Okay. Um, on one of the previous podcasts, and I know most people don't listen to everyone in series, I was looking up um, Some how much faster, because I, I knew, and I was trying to prove Ryan wrong, but I can never prove Ryan wrong in the moment I need to. Um, <laughs> with the new um, i5 chip, or the A5 for the graphic, the graphics is five times faster. No, nine times faster. Nine times faster, and the CPU is twice as fast. Like, uh, all the improvements for the iPad 2 were graphics. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the site comp- showed all the specs for iPad 1, and then all the specs for iPad 2 were question marks. And this was, like, <gasps> seven months after the iPad 2 came out. So funny. Yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. That's way too good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what website it is. I just closed it and was angry. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, well, um, so the cheaper, uh, I mean, the five megapixel will be more like an iPad two right now. It just still have a better camera. Okay. And then the, um, fancy iPad with the eight megapixel and ridiculously amazing screen would be, you know, the, the next tier of iPad. iPad DX. No. Better than Fire DX. Uh, Do you well, know what DX stands for for the Kindle? No, but I think I've seen that terminology used elsewhere. Hmm, I haven't. I just remember when I was buying... Deluxe, maybe? Deluxe. Where's it? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, what would you What would you call the fancy iPad? The the high-resolution, high-pixel density, 8-megapixel eight, eight uh, iPad. What would you call that? iPad Pro? Mm. iPad HD? iPad what? iPad 3 FX. I don't know. 
Everything sounds better with an FX after it. No. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not sure what they would do. I don't know. Um, the iPad 2 seems logical. iPad 3 seems logical. But if there's going to be two models, how can you distinguish between them? One is going to have a cheap plastic coating on the back. The other one's going to have an aluminum coating. No, but it'll be by names. Yeah, but you need something to just show off to all your friends that, hey, I have more money than you. So it has to have some kind of... Physical difference? But not from the back, because you want to... Okay, see yeah, the, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. What if they had... Um, I think they're going to keep the aluminum back. Yeah, but um, they make the other one look fancier, so everybody on, can know um, from across the room that they have more money. I think they're going to add a second speaker grill. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's not, not something you can see from across the room, but I, I really hate having just the one on the back. I want it kind of facing towards me. Well, then there should be two on the bottom instead of one on one side. Okay. Well, that's got to be better than what it has right now. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, they're going to also include a... Um, so I think the current iPad has like a 7,000 MHA or MAH battery life. So it's mm. like eight hours, right? Um, I get ten. It's... Okay, but yeah. we're going to say 8 for fun, for fun. But the job says 10. The jobs. Mm-hmm. Does he? Yeah. I don't think he says a lot these days. Mm, not, not that much anymore. Well, so the next iPad could have a capacity battery of twice that. So 14,000 mAh. So... Yeah, that, that, that would be something you can use all day then. But think about why that makes sense. They're going to do two light bars. In a much bigger screen, and by bigger I mean higher density, so more pixels to power, and, you know, stuff. And it's going to have a bigger processor. Mm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you just have, like, hard attack or what? <laughs> no, no, um, uh, I, I, um, I abstain. With blood or what? <laughs> no, no, um, forget it. Um, never mind. I'm listening, go ahead, explain. Impossible. Okay, next time. You will. That'll be dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all I know about iPads. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So, do, I know you didn't cover it, but so do you know when they're going to have, um, I don't know, like a release date? Oh, yes. Like, there's any rumors for that? It's funny you bring that up because um, uh, DigiTimes thought it would be released in iWorld and or at CES, which are pretty close to each other. There's a week apart, and they're in late January. Mm. Um, so let's think about why that makes no sense. About four or five years ago, Apple said they were no longer going to do Macworld presentations. No, oh, I don't remember that, but I'll believe you. So the last one they did was pretty much the iPhone. Mm, yeah. That was the last product launch they did in Macworld Expo. Okay. Then they said they were leaving. And then now, this year, Macworld said, well, since Apple left, we're going to call it iWorld. Oh, revolutionary. <laughs> uh, so Apple doesn't typically do presentations or product presentations at iWorld or Macworld, depending on who you ask. Uh, they never do anything at CES. So that doesn't make any sense to do a launch in January. Now, furthermore, um, Christmas is on, what, the 28th? 25th. 25th? Oh, see, I don't know. I don't do this kind of stuff. Do you know when New Year's, New Year's is? The 2nd. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it sure. Um. So, do you know what the return policy is for most consumer electronics, specifically the iPad? Um, 
you open it, it's yours. I don't no, know. but the return policy. Like, how many days do you have to return something? For the Apple Store, I don't know. Well, let's just give them a benefit of the doubt and say 30 days. Yeah, I know that's what Target does. Okay. If you buy it from Target. So let's say you have 30 days to return a product. Mm-hmm. Lest it become yours forever. Mm-hmm. That would mean they have... And most people would get their... They would open their iPad mm-hmm. on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, whatever. Yeah. Uh, or they would purchase it even before that. So Black Friday. Right. Which is like a month before Christmas. Right. So that's even more. Well, that would put the lease date on Tuesday, January 24th for uh, another one coming out. Because Apple wouldn't want it to be so close to Christmas that people could return the previous one for a new one. Yeah, that would be kind of bad. So um, I think they'd have to do it either in early February or late February or early March or late March. Yeah. I know um, you mentioned the possibility of February... 24th, 24th. Steve Jobs' birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this makes a lot of sense. And I actually, I uh, opened a calendar. You know how hard it is to open a calendar? Um, are you on a Mac? Yeah. Yeah. There's hard. no calendar button up on the, on the clock. Yeah, Windows makes sense. Anyway. And maybe Ubuntu. Any, any, well, I never use that. Um, but if you look at February 24th, it's a Friday. I've mm-hmm. never heard of a Mac present uh, and an Apple presentation being on a Friday. That does not happen ever. It's always t- Tuesday. It's always during the week because yeah. Fridays are um, dead zones in the newsland. Mm. But what they could pull off is they could say, "Why don't we do a presentation on the 14th, which would be Valentine's Day, which would be hilarious, and then launch the next iPad on the 24th, like in stores." Yeah, that would be nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. And that would clear them from the um, deadline for returns, and that would put them right in their normal, you know, March timeline for iPads that yeah. they've used for the past two years. You think they'd do it on Valentine's Day, though? Or find the 15th. Yeah, that would be funny. Like, you have to no. explain to your girlfriend, hey, I can't do anything with you on Valentine's Day because I have to watch the keynote. <laughs> I think that's an instant breakup. Yeah, we'll have to ask William to experiment. Okay. Um, Get a restraining order. In, in two days, you'll meet William on this podcast. Oh, yes. It hasn't happened yet. Anyway, anyway. Um, so if it doesn't happen in March or February, then it's going to happen in June because they're going to switch to the uh, iPad being the June keynote, uh, mm. you know, um, mm-hmm. WWDC thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because then the iPhone is going to be in September or October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, so you know what we always do with AMD? We always, every week we've had something about AMD doing stuff. Oh, yeah. So I got some new intel about um, a possibility of a, actually not a possibility, um, there is a new chip from Intel. Do you know the name of this chip? Um, this is the third gen um, Atom, which is formerly, formerly called, uh, oh, crap. I, think, I'm <laughs> I always do this. I always do this. It's not called, oh, crap. It's actually called, what is it called? Oh, what is, where'd it go? It's called Cedar... Cedar Trail. Cedar Trail. Cedar Trail. It was formerly called Cedar Trail, but now it's called something mysterious, which three tech news sites cannot disclose. So we, we've been researching this topic together because we weren't sure what it's called. Because each of the, our sources state that it's formally known as Cedar Trail. So you know what that means? It's not called that anymore. Yes. And every tech news site copies off another tech news site, which is exactly what we're doing. No, but we, I actually found out what it's called. It's actually called Medfield. I thought that Medfield was a completely separate thing coming out later. They're early. 
Great. I, I, I know it's impossible, but they're early. Okay, I, I'm going to continue to call it the third-gen Atom. Okay, so tell us about the third-gen Atom. So, it's supposed to be all Lithium. New... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. No? That would make so much sense. Lithium. Okay, you continue. Yeah, but, um... So, all we know, basically, is the physical size. It's 32 nanometers. But, um, you know, they don't... They say, um, its performance is two times faster compared to previous generations of the platform. And, but I, they don't give clock speeds or, um, amount of power used. So, are um, these for, um, mobile devices? Oh, these so? are... Yeah, it's, it's nano. Of course it's for mobile. But, I mean, um, what kind of... Like, netbooks, tablets, phones, or... What does this have in it again? Uh, this has an i5. It's a fancy mobile. Um, like okay. uh, my netbook, my HP um, Mini One Ten, um, that has an Intel Atom. It okay. is painfully slow, and I hate it. I hate. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, but um, besides hating it and it being terribly slow, it's pretty nice. Hey HP, we need a sponsor. Uh, uh. Um, speaking of that, I know it's really off topic, but I just saw a movie today um, called Real Real Steel. It's about robot boxers and. Um, in the middle of the fight, like, they always have a cute girl come out on stage holding, like, what round number it is. Okay. And so she came, she comes out to show it's round two, and in the bottom corner of the round two is this little HP logo. Huh. Um, and then in the, I looked around in the stadium, and all the stadium had, like, um, Xbox um, uh, advertisements and Bing advertisements. Bing like, advertisements, even. Like, the big, um, the, like, the giant screen on top of the giant screen that has the robots fighting. The Megatron, yeah. But... We'll call it the Megatron. It has the, a giant Bing logo on top. So I, I wonder where they got their money for their studio. Or not studio, but the money to make the movie. But uh, I, I thought it was very funny how much Microsoft advertising was in there. Maybe it was just coincidence. Yeah, and maybe it isn't called the Megatron. I think Megatron is exclusively for one thing, isn't it? I think mm. that's just for one stadium. It's, anyway, actually, it's actually Transformer. Yeah, I thought that was also another thing, but yes. Um, Leader of the stuff. Well, I, d- I just went on Wikipedia, and there's this huge green bar going on the top of Wikipedia. Is it green, or is it blue? Well, it's green on my screen. Well, we had this argument last week about it rather being green or blue. Really? Uh, the Windows Start menu, which... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I should clear this up right now. I'd like to formally apologize to Ryan Ramperset. I never should have questioned his judgment. At Windows XP, the Start menu is green. Does the know? bar is blue. Does he know? I think what you're apologizing, apologizing for... Oh, it hasn't happened. Ha- it happens in two days. It hasn't <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> yeah, um, some Steinsgate stuff happened. Yeah, don't worry about it. Unless you had a reading Steiner, you don't get it. Mm. Um, anyway, so speaking of Intel, um, a couple years ago, maybe four years ago, I got um, tickets to um, a pre-screening of a movie. I think it was like The Last Mimsy or something. Did you ever hear that? It was some bunny stuffed, af- stuffed animal coming from the future to... Get some DNA of humans or something. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that, that, that sounds like an interesting movie, then. <laughs> you can read about it on Wikipedia with a big green bar. But in the movie, they uh, took apart the bunny because it was electronic. It's a fake bunny. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my uh, God. That just sounds so awful. Uh, oh, we just had to take apart the bunny <laughs> to find out what it came, where it came from, and what it was doing. That's what they did. And so inside of it, they find all of these like really complicated computer chips, essentially. Okay. And and so they they get really you know like they take it all apart and stuff. 
And then they get this, like, um, not electron microscope, but really big microscope to okay. see the, you know, the, like, layout of the chips. Yeah. And they find what looks like a processor would look like today, but it's, like, less than a nanometer, and it says Intel. Ah. Okay. It was pretty funny. Yeah. The, the the bunny came from, like, 55 years in the future or something. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't expect it to be, like, a little Intel thing. I would expect it to be a little IBM 1500. Different show. Mm. Moving along. Okay. Uh, so, uh... You know Thunderbolt, right? I do know Thunderbolt. So you, we, I mentioned earlier that the cinema displays aren't even called cinema displays anymore. They're called Thunderbolt displays. Yeah. Do you think they're calling it that to highlight uh, a useless product? Absolutely. Mm. There's, there's, Apple's always like made... Um, Firewire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Intel is the, the, the company behind Thunderbolt, essentially. Like mm-hmm. Apple made the name, but Lightpeak was the name from Intel before Thunderbolt came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like the name Light Peak. So it sounds good. Not like Thunderbolt. Too yeah. thundery. Mm-hmm. Cats. Um, so, uh, Thunderbolt is uh, coming out on motherboards um, next year, uh, in 2012, in uh, April. So uh, when they're coming out, and um, you know that's pretty soon. So mm-hmm. do you think? Do you think um, that's going to take off? Um, no. No, why not? Because HDMI exists. For but, it's, but it's for, for data. Display but, 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 but and data. for data, um, USB three is still slow compared to Thunderbolt. Yeah, you can just I don't know, use a crossover cable. With, I don't know. But, but like Thunderbolt, a single Thunderbolt cable can do data and display. But when do you need to send data to your display? No, but what I'm saying is you don't have to have a different cable like HDMI. Okay, okay. So I have one Thunderbolt display on my computer. I can either hook up my monitor. Or I can hook up it to whatever I'm storing data to. But what I'm saying is, you need an HDMI cable to, to go from your computer to your TV, or you need an HDMI or a USB three cable to go from your computer to your uh, drive. What if I want to do both at the same time or with Thunderbolt? Then it's really cool if you get the special screen called an Apple Thunderbolt display. You can even take another Thunderbolt cable and hook it from the screen into your portable drive or whatever that has Thunderbolt also. And over a single cable, it can do all of it at once. Display and data. No, that is pretty fancy. Because it has like 10 throughput, 10 gigabits on each end. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could work. Uh, so, do you think um, AMD motherboards will ever get Thunderbolt? No. Since it's made by Intel. Mm. But I don't think they're going to miss out on much. No. I really don't. I don't, I don't think so either. But I wish, I, I want it to happen though. I want a single cable to rule them all. I hate USB. You know what can also go 10 gigabits per second? What? Cat 6, Cat 6A. Uh, you know, that's actually a good idea, but I don't like the connector. Why? Because it hasn't it's changed in 10 years? No, because it's a clip. It's really fragile, don't you think? Yeah, if something happens to it, you put a new one on. It costs like 20 cents. If the little clip breaks, it costs you like 20 cents to replace it. Actually, what consumer can actually do that? Right. That's why I was looking at you. Oh. Dumbfounded. Yeah. Um, okay. Pay some technician about $30 because it really costs a lot to do it. It's a really time-consuming cast, you know, task. You know, it's funny. I know a guy who can do this. Yeah, did he um, also take a re- uh, reciprocating saw and go through your wall to find no studs and make the other side of the wall explode? Yeah, I was telling him about some metal studs in there. And, you know, after we took a wall apart, you know, the wall apart, 
We didn't find any studs. Mm-hmm. Any studs. Yeah. Not even metal studs or wood studs. No studs. Yeah. And so that brings the question, how is this light switch in the room actually suspended? We mm. can't figure it out. It must be... It's just the faceplate holding the wires together. You um, know, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Lightning round? Or... I think you, I think there's something about Wi-Fi in there. Uh, I can't. It's not coming through. Really? No, no, no. I'm having difficulty with my screen right now because um, it's it has a different window open, and I then the mouse just got locked somehow. There's, there's this a little annoying button on this HP computer. You know what's funny? It sounds exactly like my phone. Yeah. I was playing music, and then somebody called me, and then it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you let me play with your new phone just after you got it, and um, like this was the first day you brought it to school, and I started trying to play Angry Birds while you had music streaming, and it decided to not work for about a half hour. Yep, that's uh, that's right. So, can you tell us about this Wi-Fi story? Um, no, not working. Do I have to tell you about the Wi-Fi story? Not working. <sighs> well, let me tell you about this Wi-Fi. You know how I have Wi-Fi here? Yep. So you know how you like to crack Wi-Fi? Like um, W... Uh, well, you like to crack web all the time? Yeah. Yeah. You, what do you call that uh, distro that does it? I don't know. Uh, Aircrack NG? Uh, but it's a distro. Oh, uh, no, I hate that distro. It's Backtrack 5. Oh, okay. Because you um, used to always tell me about it, and you just raved about it. Um, never. If you tell me about something, that's raving. I mentioned a new distro. Backtrack 5 came out to replace Backtrack. Guess what it was? 4? Four? 4. Yes. You know what? <laughs> William, two days from now, is going to say... So we're going to move We're, we're going to move from 8 to 7. Yes. You remember that? Yes. And, In and the future? Of Windows 9. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was really bad. That was... That was uh, so we're making fun of him for something he's about to do. You have to understand that. Um, no, two days from now... You're going to listen to an amazing podcast. Today is the 31st. The time's changed a lot since we started. Well, we we, we attempted this at 9 o'clock, and it somehow ended up being 2.30 right now. You know, we're a little late. Anyway, uh, so uh, to uh, stop from web from being cracked so easily, everybody switched to uh, WPA, which is a much stronger protocol, right? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, a lot of uh, routers, um, you know, implement WPA, but they also implement WPS, which is a protected setup tool, and mm-hmm. it allows you to type in a little pin that's printed on the bottom of your router, so you don't have to type in a long code, you know, the wireless encryption key. Yeah, in case you forget it, you can always look underneath the router to reset but, it. But it's not for that. Instead of typing in the long encryption key, you type in the little code when you press a button to, um, like, so the fact that you can press the button means that you have physical access and it's on an attack. Mm-hmm. But it turns out there's only a certain number of keys that are possible because it's like seven digits or something. Mm-hmm. And they're all numbers. That's cool. So I don't, I didn't really read too much into it because I'm not a network technician. Uh, but um, apparently it's really easy to compromise a router pin. On, uh, For what brand of routers? Apparently most um, routers that implement protected setup can do it. You'd have to read more to know more about it, apparently. Yeah, I mean, like, every router has their own little things. No, but Protective Setup is pretty universal because Windows has to implement it. 
Mm, okay. I've never gotten into work on a Mac, so I think it's just kind of a Windows thing. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll look into it when my screen is um, refusing, or starts working again. It's being oh. really stubborn right now. Mm, I know how that is. Well, I think we should go to lightning round. Yes. Uh, are you going to cover any of these? Uh, screen. Okay, well, uh, first of all, I think uh, last week I mentioned uh, Samsung denying uh, ice cream sandwich to some phones. Uh, oh, Galaxy, Galaxy S. Galaxy S and the Galaxy Tab 7-inch. Mm-hmm. Which I did a long, lengthy review on that you should all read on my blog. Anyway, um, so this week, Samsung is reversing what they said. This seems like a story we just did mm-hmm. earlier, to, uh, Verizon. Um, Samsung is going, or considering at least, doing a, an update for the Galaxy S phone. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's good. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, Jonathan Ive. Do you know Johnny Ive? No, I do not. Really? Does he go by another name? John. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew that John was familiar. Okay. Well, Jonathan Ive is the main product designer at Apple. Mm-hmm. And he just became a knight in the UK. Wow. Didn't that other cell phone guy also become a knight? Or the, the, Sir Richard Branson? Something like that. Yeah. It seems like uh, these cell phone people become knights all the time. So, so, so now his name is Sir Jonathan Ive. Mm, yeah. I'll make sure not to call him. <laughs> uh, I'll call him John. How about that? Okay. You do that. No. He gets angry. So angry? Yeah. Mm. Big week. Uh, wait, wait. What's that smell? You smell meat? No. You don't smell like rotting bologna? No. Mm. But but you know what I think it might be? I think it might be the 3.7 Android phones that were sold during Christmas weekend. Really? They smell like me. I gotta get one now. (laughs) About time I got you into that Android market. All it took Uh, was uh, meat. (laughs) Yeah. If if they're powered by bacon, I'm I'm in. Like popcorn. Wait, wait. I don't want to share my bacon. Huh. It can't be powered by bacon. Like your popcorn. What is... Bacon have to do with popcorn. Never mind. Oh, um, that mishap. Um, let's move along. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, so, let's, let's, I'm not talking about that ever again. Okay, so, um, you know, I have a question for you. Yes. What happened to the screen? It's refusing to alternate tabs. Um, Chrome is locked up, and um, I'm being very stubborn. Oh, see, I, it's Chrome. Uh, well, normally we'd, really. normally we'd have Q&A, but um, yet again, we didn't get any questions. Yeah, um, you know, we so could, let we, me be very blunt with this. We're bored, ask us a question so we have something to do during the week. We're on, we're, we don't have college right now, or, or both our schools. We don't have college. Yeah, the school's not in session, we're bored, we have nothing to do but play worthless video games. Send us a question, we'll do a very elaborate response to it. It'll be beautiful, pretty, and something revolutionary. Like yeah, uh, some of us are actually reading tech news, but some of us will produce an answer for you. Yeah. Uh, who do we have to thank this week? Any sponsors? Mm, mm. Let's see. Android powered bacon. No, I don't think I don't think we have any sponsors well, this week. As always, well, we have to so thank Dr. Pepper. Somebody donated a floor mat to this room. I don't know who did that. Uh, yeah, elves. Uh, that was funny. Um, I walked into the studio uh, this evening and I found a. Well, was police like, line, do like, not cross. It was like a police line floor mat. That was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, it's it's stuck to the floor. 
naturally. <laughs> a normal forester. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that that was a uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, this is Matthew Petrel signing off, and this is Ryan Mayer. Have a good one and a happy new year.